This is your week, your news for the week of June 18th, 2023. On the podcast today, of course, from ClarksvilleNow.com, filling in for Chris Smith, Mr. Christian Brown. Hello, Christian. He's not a fill-in anymore. He's kind of becoming a regular. <laughs> a little bit. Can we quit calling him a fill-in? <laughs> you know, it's always a pleasure to be here, no matter what I am. <laughs> we didn't get one of these where, things where it's the four of us, yeah. Christian and Chris, here at the same time. Katie's been saying it for weeks. That it, yes, I have. I'm like, why don't we just let Christian join instead of just fill in? I mean, he does a great job. Well, guess what? You've been knighted. Wow. Yeah. That, it's an honor. I'll tell you what. I'm ready to defend our uh, our uh, castle, per se. All right. Good defend stuff. Defend our news castle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The I news like castle. That. Uh, also on today's podcast, she's Katie Gamble, president, hey. general manager, five-star media group, amongst other things. Not filling in for anyone. No. Just standing no. in for Katie Gamble. No. She's here. She's here, and mm-hmm. she's ready to go. Uh, my name is Ryan Pluckelman. These are the top stories on ClarksvilleNow.com for this week. Yeah, so top stories of the for the week of June 18th. Uh, starting things off, Bucky's update. So Bucky's plans for the exit one in Clarksville, they feature a 120-pump travel center station on a 47-acre site. 120 gas pumps, Katie. I don't even... Okay, do we even need that many gas pumps? In the, I'm just going to say the gas station across the street might as well go ahead and shut down. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right, exactly because, right. Well, you got 120 pumps, and then I guess they have eight EV charging stations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess the thing with Bucky's is not the pumps. I mean, pumps are pumps, gas is I gas. I guess people go there to shop and then just, oh, I'll fill up the gas while I'm here. Yeah, you go, you get some gas, then you go inside and get a brisket sandwich and a dream catcher. And then you you know use the clean bathrooms and it's kind of an attraction. We're lucky enough that in this have you building, been to a Bucky's? I have not, but the Q Morning Crew, Kyle I did. King. Oh, yo, she went to one. Okay, I went stopped at the Bucky's on the way to Gatlinburg at mm-hmm. Crossville, and I honestly, when it first came out that Bucky's was coming, everybody was so excited. I was like, really? Like it's a gas station? Why are we so excited? But then you go in there. I will probably do all my Christmas shopping there. <laughs> is it that nice? It's pretty cool. It is. It's pretty neat. It's amazing. So, I, I've been to one. Yeah. And it was between here and then also Atlanta, Georgia. And I, I compare it to, it. I basically say it's the Walmart of gas stations. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, how I kind of. You're not going to just run in and get you, you know, a Red Bull and some hot tamales, go to the bathroom and run out. Yeah. You, you're going to plan on spending 45 minutes to an hour there. Yep. Okay, so I've been hearing about this from our Q Morning Crew guy, Kyle King, who moved here from Houston. He's talking about Bucky's. He's so excited about it. You said you do all your Christmas shopping there, Katie. I, said, I did not say I'd do it. I said I, w- I could. Okay. I would. So saying that, I'm going to put you on the spot. I bought a cowboy hat there. You bought a cowboy hat there? Mm-hmm. Just oh, for wow. the heck of it. I bought it. a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. At Bucky's? Yes. Yeah. All right. Katie, what would you buy me at Bucky's for Christmas? Pressure's on. This will give people an idea of what they have. You have to include a brisket sandwich because... You know, they do have... I I don't... Off the top of my head, I don't know what they would say, but they do have like t-shirts that have clever sayings on them and stuff. Mm -hmm. I would probably buy you something cute and clever that would make you laugh. Okay. Because they they have like just, you know, little cliche clothing and things. I'd buy you something like that. Or I would buy you the little... Unicorn Tierra. <laughs> you can't beat that. I oh, know. I know. I'm gonna. You're gonna get me a shirt that says "My boss went to Bucky's and all I got was this lousy T-shirt." Oh my gosh! You can make money off that idea. <laughs> it's genius. genius. That would be. That's that's awesome. All right. Market that. Yeah, Christian. 
If you had to buy me a Christmas gift from Bucky's, what are you buying me? You know they you can't take the my boss I went to Bucky's oh, their or the bar even has like tons of different flavors and stuff. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. Or I think I'm pretty sure they have coolers as well. And you know everything they have there is just out of this world in my opinion. So you're going to give me something from the cooler. You're going to give me like an Arizona iced tea? No, uh, no like an actual cooler. Oh! Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, like you put drinks in and stuff. Yeah. That's a good idea, exactly. yeah. Hot summer day. Camping stuff in there. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's a little bit of everything. It is. This is going to change exit one forever. When you've got 40 acres and you've got all of those gas pumps and you've got all of that wonderfulness, the T-shirts, the dream catchers, the brisket sandwiches. Oh, oh, and you can like do your own custom candy yeah. like bags and stuff. Custom candy bags. Like you know, like you go and you fill your bag full of whatever candy you want. There's yeah. everything. Then I'm pretty sure they have like Dr. Pepper floats uh mm-hmm. too. So that's another addition. Uh so you know, there's just again everything there, it seems like. I forgot about the coolers. That would be a good one. Right? Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the shirt that says my boss went to Bucky. It's this lousy t-shirt. I know, right? That's what I'm looking forward to this Christmas. Just give, <laughs> give you guys an idea of how large this building is going to be real quick, mm-hmm. too. It's 77,000 square feet. So the size of your apartment, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the apartments with the fake windows. <laughs> yeah, it's bigger than this building. Which it's, is it's, insane. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, crazy. this is a large office space, too. Mm-hmm. Like a Walmart size building, do you think? No. So not uh, Walmart neighborhood market. Okay. Yeah, it's a neighborhood exactly. market. Mm-hmm. I think that's market. a perfect description okay. of it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm excited to to check this out because yeah. I honestly, like I said, whenever the news first came out and everybody was on Facebook going, Oh, this is so exciting. I was like, It's a gas station, people. <laughs> and then I stopped and I, I get it. I get it now. What was that moment? In the Bucky's when you were like, oh, I feel bad for making fun of people for being oh, excited about I a never, gas station. I never feel bad for making fun of people on Facebook. No. Never hold back. No. No. I've heard they have very clean uh, The things people way. put on there, they need someone to, you know, point that out. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them accountable, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, so... The, the hurdle is they, they have to get all this approved still. Yeah. But I would say that the city council is all but approved this. It just is something that has to. Oh, my to, gosh. If they didn't approve it. Man, everybody's <laughs> heart would just be broken. But the cool thing is, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I know the city has spoken on this a little bit. Uh, so Bucky's actually made the commitment to help uh, with building the infrastructure in the area. Really? That's you know, going to be a big the, deal. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and. That shows their commitment to the Clarksville community. Are they committed to what's the guardrails? Gary, like Gary the guardrail. Yeah. He's right it's, there. We do not know if Gar- Gary the guardrail will remain after construction. If not, then we need to make sure Gary the guardrail gets to Customs House Museum or something. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He deserves absolutely. it. Absolutely. I have a meeting at the Customs House next week. I'm going to bring that up. Like, hey, mm-hmm. listen, if we can't protect Gary. And off exit one, we got to put Gary at the Customs House Museum. You're doing the people's work. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's what people want to know. You need to do a a backup on this, a follow-up story. Over just Gary. Just Gary It would be fun just to see what happens to Gary. I know. Mm -hmm. We should bring him to Five Star. I'm I'm all about it. it. (laughs) I'm all about it. We'll put him out front. It'll be great. Exactly. It'll be safe here. I'm Mm -hmm. like, where he's at. Um, But no, this will completely change exit one. I mean, think about Do we know when they're starting construction? Let's see. Got to be in the story somewhere. Come on, Christian. Oh, you put on here. And implications to Gary the guardrail could be dire. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe they have that. 
uh, prepared, but the Regional Planning Commission will meet on the 27th of June okay. uh, to discuss the development of Bucky's. And Clarksville now will be providing updates following that meeting. Christian will be live, ready to go exactly. with the latest Bucky's update. I did see another gas station story, and how how crazy for Clarksville to be so excited about two gas stations. Oh. But apparently, I've not heard of these. But in the Northeast, these are huge. A Wawa. I didn't station? even know how to pronounce it when I saw. I wanted it. to call it a Wawa, but it's not Wawa. It's Wawa. <laughs> And Wawa, they're proposing to build the Wawa gas station off of Fort Campbell Boulevard. This thing would be not as big as Bucky's. And apparently, Wawa's big thing is the food inside the Wawa's. Huh. Like they make like hoagies and what have you. Hoagies? Oh, yeah, so that's I mean, kinda, I'm all for it already. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so that's I know a lot of people are excited about Wawa's as well. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so Which was kind of hidden in the news report. It really the Bucky's was. article. Because everybody's more familiar with Bucky's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here you here we are in Clarksville, really excited about two gas stations coming to town. I know, right? <laughs> Doesn't take a lot, okay? Right. This is the best story <laughs> ever. We're getting a Bucky's and a Wawa's. Can you please get me a Trader Joe's or something like that? Um, I you know what? I talked to Chris Smith about this oh. off the record the other day. And so okay. now I'm gonna put it on the record. <laughs> uh people in the know, people are saying that we may it's like three or four years down the road. Like we are in their radar now and that, you know, we could see something. We're in in a lot of people's radar because we're fixing to bypass Chattanooga Mm -hmm. in population. And that's going to help us get those Costco's and the Trader Joe's and the things like that. And there was rumor that perhaps the exit eight, the development they were talking about with the, with the grocery store and all that would have been Trader Joe's. That is not going to be Trader Joe's, but we are on their radar and, it wouldn't be unusual. It wouldn't be strange. It wouldn't be crazy for Clarksville to have a Trader Joe's in three to four years. Wow. I'm, I mean, I'm excited for that. You yeah. Know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That'll be very, very exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for that $2.99 think, wine they yeah, sell. Two oh buck Chuck. Two That's buck right. Chuck. Oh, Charles Shaw. I'm going to have to steal that mm-hmm. for a date night sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, have you heard of Charles Shaw? It's a really, really everybody's wild. getting wine for Christmas. <laughs> Don't two buck Chuck. Yes. Oh uh-huh. man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So moving on. So I I may mispronounce this. Hushin. It's Hushin like Russian. Okay. Right. Perfect. Hushin yeah. College shuts down in Clarksville, Nashville, Murfreesboro with little notice to students. So on June 11th, the day before classes were set to resume in Clarksville, students got an email from the college that said that they were shutting down most of its programs. Most of the programs. Exactly. This article, these people make me so angry Yeah. because, I mean, you know how hard it's going to be for these students to get that tuition money back? And exactly. that's just wrong. Like they knew when they started that semester, the end of May, they knew they were having financial trouble and that was a possibility. And to take money from students, to take tuition money from students, mm-hmm. knowing, because they didn't find out. Like, they didn't go, like, the day before and go, yeah, let's just shut her down. Yeah. No, like, well, they right. actually had shut down classes for a week or something, right? And unexplained, then were supposed right. To be unexplained. Exactly. And so, for them to take tuition money from students, knowing fully well that they were in financial dire straits and they'd have to shut their doors, 
is disgusting. They've been in dire straits for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it was Daymar, it was really going strong. And I don't know if they just changed the name or these jokers bought it or whatever, but it's been on the decline ever since they bought it. And I think that you ought to make sure who are the president of this college name is all over that article because he needs people sending him mail. Yeah. And it he seemed, knew. It seems like mm-hmm. they were hiding it from the students themselves. Right. Yes. When, you know, they didn't publicize that they were shutting down. Clarksville now had to go to the state and find out I that they that. were shut down. So, you know, it's just... I, I do get that, you know, maybe they were holding on. They didn't want yeah. to publicize it because then nobody would sign up. But you know what? You have enough strategic foresight to look ahead and go, you know what? You know, if you think you're going to shut down, maybe we should have done it two weeks sooner instead. And let's just take right. everybody's tuition that they probably won't be getting back. And yeah. I don't know what kind of recourse they have. I don't know what kind of contracts they sign when they sign up or whatever. It might say in there that they don't have to pay it back. Who knows? Ugh. But please, Jeff Burkhart, I'm, I'm imploring you, Senator Bill Powers, do something about this. You can because it's a private school. It's not a state school. The state has nothing to do with it. It is a private edu- it's a private school. Oh man. So mm-hmm. that just makes it even worse. That's it breaks right. your heart. It breaks your heart because yeah. there are people that gave these charlatans money trying to better their lives, trying to get the education they need for a better career so they could provide for their families. And now they're out money. It is absolutely disgusting. I hope they get every penny back. And if they don't, I hope somebody goes after the people in charge of Husson College. Why would you name a college like that? It looked like Hussein College in that's the tome of the 101st. That's what I was calling it. That's, why I, didn't want to, while, that's yeah. why I didn't want to start you know off what? by Let's saying that. Let's just call them Hussein College. <laughs> what a marketing. They don't even deserve us to pronounce them correctly. What a marketing blunder. Hey, yeah. why don't we rename Daymar to something that looks like Hussein College <laughs> In the in the home of the hundred and first, the division that found Saddam well, Hussein not, in his fire hole. They're not just in Clarksville; they're right. all over. So. Yeah. yeah, but That's still, still. <laughs> yeah. their basketball team was the fighting Saddam. <laughs> what did they What did they think of? I really want you to stay on top of this, yes. yeah. and I think that the community needs to know if they do the right thing and pay these students back or not. Because yeah. I just think that you know it's really kind of sad because there might be some student that at this point can't afford i mean or or what if they took out student loans and they have to pay that back Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and you know the caller that brought this to our attention actually spoke on like she said she's experienced something previously similar to this already so this is the second college she attended that shut down when she was attending so i mean i feel for her and she's like she needs to do a better job picking colleges a little bit (laughs) for something you might want to stick with your state institutions (laughs) austin p you know well and you think about it because those institutions are backed by the state austin p is not going to go out of business now what i hope happens i mean i hope they all get their tuition back yeah i mean let's think about the financial devastation that is you've got nothing to show for it but some credits but at the very least you don't even have credits right at the very least what we can do and what we what i hope is done is i hope places like austin p and nashville state and uh, nearby colleges mtsu i hope they say you know what we're going to accept those credits on a transfer cuz that a makes lot a of huge it difference. really depend uh, well th- th- that's the problem though ryan they don't have the credits cuz the semester d- they were only in school for a week or two right so they never finished that course to have credits for that but those that were in Hushing, right? Yes. That were there were maybe this was going to be their final semester, and they were going to get their and, and their I'm degree. pretty sure they would do that. I would hope yeah. so. I'd really hope. I so just too. know colleges can be a little hinky about transferring credits. 
You ever try to transfer a university and all of a sudden like, yeah, we don't accept that class. Well, why? You have the same class. Well, it's not up to our standards. Yeah. But I hope something, something needs to be done. Something has to be done. And, you know, we're doing a follow-up article already. You know, we're talking to people that were affected by these decisions that, you know, the school had made. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll definitely have more to come on mm-hmm. that whole situation. It'll be interesting to see who moves into that office, that building as well, because yeah. as fast as Clarksville's growing, you know, it ain't going to stay. Well, cool. and that building's it's not long. very old. No, it's not. Maybe mm-hmm. 15 years. Maybe. No, not even that. It's not even that. It might be 10 years okay. old. Maybe it was built before Jenkins and Wynn, but yeah, it was built about the same time that gym behind. Yeah, the Gold's Gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, yeah, I think we're all in agreement here that we just feel. I don't like you, Hush and Co- no. Hussein College. Listen, Hussein College. <laughs> Give back that money. They should. Plain they and really simple. They really should. And if you know what, if enough people keep applying the pressure, hopefully something will You know yeah, what, too? To the folks. fact that no one would answer you, the fact that there wasn't posted anywhere they were closing tells me that they knew exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Again, it seemed like they were hiding this information from the public, which, you know. Oh, I'd hide it, too. Yeah. You got to hold yourself accountable, you. though, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. And be transparent, even though it's tough to, like, in that kind of situation. But- it's your duty, it's right. your responsibility. That's why they came to college there. They've exactly. been having money problems for several years, and I know that for a fact. So this isn't wasn't a big Oof. surprise to yeah. them. It was just a surprise to the students. Yeah, just know it's if just, you're a student at Hushin College, trying to better yourself, and now you got some knucklehead taking your money. God, we feel for you. Yeah. That is, oh. mm-hmm. stay with it. Mm-hmm. Keep going. We will at least hold them accountable in uh, public perception. Exactly right. Now, next up. So police respond to 250 juvenile crimes in three weeks (gasps) since school ended in Clarksville, including some major crimes. So uh, the Clarksville police said that they've seen a huge spike in juvenile crime, uh, including those violent crimes since school let out. Uh, Then they offered three key solutions to help those problems. Uh, The solutions involved the need for a juvenile resource center, Mm -hmm. following the curfew law and locking vehicles up. So there's been a lot of automobile theft. Exactly. So just to give their numbers out, 234 vehicle burglaries with 48 firearms stolen from vehicles so far this year. Wow. Yes. So they have a major problem on their hands. Do we know the average age of these kids? No, no, ma'am. And the reason I'm asking is, you know, like if my 17-year-old son's out driving, I mean, I can't even monitor what he eats half the yeah. time but i know exactly where my 14 year old's at so that's why i asked that question yeah. so if you're a parent and you don't know where your thir- 12 13 14 year old kids are you know that needs to be some accountability as well and that's something the police uh, mentioned in their article that they sent over to us mm-hmm. you know just being able to hold your kids accountable uh, and kind of just know where they are yeah mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. so uh then just to listen in this in this world today with life 360 and i know everybody can't afford cell phones but i see homeless people on their cell phone yeah. for goodness sake yeah, yeah i think the price has come down enough everyone's <laughs> got bit. them now a i mean bit. you like with all the technology i can tell you exactly where my kids are right now how long they were there and what they're doing like i called mm-hmm. them all ago and i'm like why aren't you home yet my mom oh, still tracks me on Life 360. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, Angie Brown, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> mom, I'm an adult. Stop it. I know, right? Well, she just does it because she wants to make sure you're safe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You never know when you'll need help. And, uh, you know, just in, someone's watching over you, you know, mm-hmm. a little fallen angel. So uh, then just bringing up the Juvenile Resource Center, uh, Scott Bobian uh, said to Clarksville now since May 24th, 
uh, officers have spent more than 30 man hours transporting juveniles to and from Mm -hmm. a detention center hours away. Uh, They've accumulated over 650 man hours this year transporting juveniles, costing taxpayers thousands of dollars in wages and transportation costs. Plus, it takes away from their current job. Well, the juvenile detention center does need to happen. I am a supporter of that. Mm -hmm. Not only will it save us Montgomery County taxpayer money because we're not having to transport all the... Well, not only that, you're taking these officers off the street. Right, exactly. We can possibly make money because there'll be juveniles that are transported to us. Yep. So... It's, you know, it's one of these things where it's a multifaceted problem, yeah. right? I mean, school's out now. So when you've got school, they're doing things and they're living in this structure. And then all of a sudden school's out and the structure stops. And not every parent is as involved as you'd like. And so what do, we, what do these kids have to do during summer break to keep them occupied, to keep them you know, out of trouble? Yes, I agree with you. But there, if you dig deep enough, there are plenty of things to do in this mm-hmm. community. You know, if you are in, if you have enough time to go break into people's, go get a daggum job. I mean, there are places like Publix that will hire you at fourteen. Go get a job, make your own money, stay out of trouble. I mean, just it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, the police uh, the article states that there are options to keep your youth active, uh, such as the CPD's juvenile engagement team and the city of Clarksville Park and uh, Parks and Recreation are both hosting events and activities throughout the summer for youth and teens. Well, Parks and Rec has a ton of things yeah. that yeah. kids can do yeah. all summer you long. You can stay busy if you follow those activities. And we have public transportation. Exactly. And we have uh, someone who rides a bus to work. Mm-hmm. So there's opportunities. It's just... Hey, I do feel for those parents that, you know, are having to work or that single mother that's working all the time and can't be there. I get that. Um, But there's still other ways. I'm a single mother working, but there's other ways to hold them accountable. Right. Heck, I give my kids so many chores that they don't have time to do anything else. Well, again, it's one of those things where, you know, Katie, you are an involved, active mom. You are always checking in with the kids. You know, they know they've got rules and they've got structure. Well, not every kid is blessed to have that in their home. They wouldn't call it blessed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If we had Aiden and Noah in here right now, they'd say, no. I wish mom would lay off a bit. To be honest with you, it's a little I, much. I, I think sometimes they have a little PTSD because if I come home and like they've like been very unproductive, I might blow my lid, you know, because mm. I've been working all day. Right. I'm sure right when they see you too, they start getting on the work. <laughs> no, right, they've right. got Life 360. Oh, she left work. We better get the house <laughs> clean. Chicken. Fall the chicken. Yeah, get the house clean. Get that, clean that. Put the dishes up. Get the trash out of here. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you better load that dishwasher. (laughs) But no, and I think that's 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 a point that needs to be made that, yes, wouldn't it be great if every parent was involved and, 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 you know, making sure that their kids were taken care of? That's just not reality. Well, another thing, too, that I just thought of, too, um, and I don't know if this is a case or not, but. You know, you could have like this group of kids and maybe there's one kid that's like, hey, let's go do this. And then, you know, it's like I always tell my kids, you're guilty by association. Right. So, I mean, just know who your kids are hanging out with. Mm-hmm. You know, don't I, I don't let them hang out with someone. If they if they do anything, just you don't get to go with that person. Right. And another simple thing you can do. If you want to stop your guns being taken from your car, lock the car, take, lock the door. Right. Here's a two, two groundbreaking ideas. You ready for these? Write these down, Christian. You can do a whole Clarksville story about it. I'm ready. 
if you want people to stop breaking into your car and stealing your guns, A, take your gun in the house with you, B, lock your doors. That is a 100% foolproof way to make sure your gun is not stolen out of your car in the middle of the night. It's funny you say that because the police department actually gave uh, the public four tips on how to properly secure your car. Okay. Lock your vehicle. Step one. Secure your valuables, including firearms. Uh Take your keys, key fob with you. Does that have to be said? Uh, I guess. If you're locking your doors with the key fob in it, you've got bigger problems. I don't think mine will lock with the key. It won't. Yeah, it won't. It'll know it's in there. Now, I have left my keys in my cars at night at night before. So where do you live out in the country? No. Okay. Well, don't do that again. I actually live off exit one. So Christian Brown. I know. I know. Don't do that. Then their last thing was don't leave your vehicle running or unattended. Does that need to be said? I, I've I've done that before in high Christian. school too. Hey, I've done that. <laughs> I've locked it, but left it running. Like maybe I, you know, my dog was in there and yeah. had a run-in store real quick. Left it running real quick. I just I was going from Ivy Tech, which is a college in my hometown, yeah. to my high school, and mm-hmm. without even thinking about it, I just left my car running. And I was in class. I was like. Well, crap. No, I haven't I, done that. I, I know. It's the blonde hair mm-hmm. for me. I'm blonde. I, I, I have no excuse then, but, Katie. <laughs> not really, but I am I am after I colored it. <laughs> but real quick, too, another important thing for this, I think, is, you know, getting involved in sports, getting your yes. kids involved in sports, because mm-hmm. that is a huge distractor from keeping your kids out of trouble. They learn from role models, their yes. coaches. Yes. And, you know, that was something for me that was huge in my life in developing me as a young man. Mm-hmm. And it's built me to who I am today. I think a big step in the right direction is now having middle schools. Yeah. Have organized football. sports. F- organized football in mm-hmm. middle school is going to be a huge thing because there there was team sports, right? I mean, there was club sports. Yeah. You have a club football team. But those coaches weren't working for the school system. Now that that football is being played in middle schools and it's an official middle school sport. Those coaches are employees of the school yep. system. So they can hold the kids accountable when it comes to behavior inside the classroom and grades. It's something they couldn't do before. And so exactly. th- there's a lot of tools and a, and a lot of ways to move people in the right direction behavior wise um, with, with these with these sports now coming to the middle schools. You're exactly right. And it's just going to continue to grow in terms of how many sports are going to be at the middle mm-hmm. school level. I know they're working on numerous different uh, sports, such as soccer yeah. now as well, which I'm guessing I, it's a fall sport in Tennessee, correct? Yeah. Soccer. Cause I, is it? I don't know. I, I don't know either. Cause I, I know in Indiana, it mm-hmm. is. I think it's girls soccer is a fall sport. I thought it was spring. Yeah. And then, then and boys is yeah. a spring sport. Exactly. Yeah, they they mm-hmm. split it. Um, okay. But no, more sports, the better. You're yeah. so right. And just even clubs too, because not every kid is sporty. Yeah. Um, but just having those opportunities and resources, that's a great way to, to not do it. I'm going to tell you one thing, Christian. You ever come to, the, to work crying about your car being broken into? I'm going to ask you one question. Did was you leave your, the keys in? Were your doors <laughs> locked? And if you say no, I'm going to say get to work. If you say yes, I'm going to say, man, what do you need? <laughs> So just know that. Lock your doors, Christian. So I'm going to lie to you if I, I do leave my keys in my car. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie. Don't do it. I have should have met, not said that in front of my general have manager. You, have you? No, I'm just saying, have you met Ryan? He's You're probably right. He's the biggest softie I've ever met. He would never be me. Him and Chris anyway. both. That's how I, I love working here and I love the management team here. I'm I just the one say that goes, real quick. What, I'm the one that would say, what do you think was going to happen? <laughs> 
Yeah, basically, you don't want to go talk to Katie. Because okay. if you go to Katie's okay. office and my car is broken into, she's going to go, did you lock the door, Christian? You're going to say no. Well, what did you expect? <laughs> and she's going to give it to you in that, in that, that Arkansas charm. I don't slap sound you like across that, the do face. I? I don't think you sound Thank like God. that. Thank God. I can't just do a, the Arkansas just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. I can't do the Arkansas as well as you do. Neither can AI. <laughs> that's right. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, moving on. And this is such a cool one. Uh, or let me, I almost skipped over one. So a local business, we uh-huh. talked about this so, for so many weeks, reimburses a family $4,000 for bringing 104 lockers to Northeast High School. So Rex and Kendra Hawkins, donors of Hawkins Homes, reached out to Clarksville now, Katie Gamble, to see if they could put be put in contact with the Can donors. we get her on the podcast to give us a quote? I, I know. Oh, there she is. There she is. <laughs> I didn't do anything but connect them. I know, but you you helped more than you will ever no, realize. No, I did. It, they just reached out to me, and uh, and all I did was connect them with the lady that bought the lockers. It was their heart. It was their vision. All I did was connect the dots. And they sounded so excited to give back. They're I know good people. Exactly. And Rex spoke on that this was his alma mater, so he did mm-hmm. want to help yeah. them out. And, you know, it's just amazing to see the community come together throughout this entire process. We've uh, talked about these lockers for the last yeah. four episodes I'll of Your Week Your News. I'll tell you what, it's endless, isn't it? Yeah. But in appreciation, the Uralis family actually treated the Hawkins with a home-cooked meal isn't that of sweet? pulled mm-hmm. pork. Oh, wow. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's and fantastic. The funny thing is, too, Cece today reached out to me and offered to do the same with my family. I was like, no, you know, the thing about it is I, I, it was rewarding just for you to get reimbursed yeah. for all your hard work and let's just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I don't need any appreciation of any kind. I appreciate it, but you know, because your appreciation is knowing that you are a part of, uh, helping them. Exactly. Making a difference, you know, and mm-hmm. well, like I've God. said, yeah, yeah. Well, making a difference. The Hawkins do a lot for this community. Yeah, so it was really no surprise to me when they were wanting to do this because they're very generous, kind people who have been blessed and do give back to a lot of people in this community. But at last, our long city nightmare is over. I the know. lockers have been I, we settled. We probably aren't going to talk about the lockers anymore after this. I, I don't think ever again. Mm-hmm. Pa- fingers crossed, though. You never know. What's going to be the next one? <laughs> exactly. What's going to be the next crisis yeah. solved by ClarksvilleNow.com exactly. and very generous people But you know, it, it worked out for everybody in, in the end, and that doesn't happen a lot, I feel no, like, it doesn't. in mm-hmm. this world. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's a good feel-good story. Yeah, let's hope the same thing way. happens with the students that went to Hushin College. Let's again, oh, yes. fingers crossed. Let's put that out in there, out yeah. in the universe. It's out in the universe now, going out. Yep. Uh, Disney on Ice announces first events at F and M Bank Arena in Clarksville. Isn't that exciting? I cannot believe it. Mm-hmm. And my my niece and nephew are going to go crazy over this. Are you going to take? Is, is oh. Uncle Christian going to take the niece and nephew? They call me Uncle Cece. How old are your niece and nephew? <laughs> uh, one in, I think one in a couple months, then three years old. Okay, the three year old is going to love. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah, yes. he'll he'll love the ice skating. Yes. And you know what? Your brother and sister-in-law or sister and brother-in-law yeah. are going to love the fact that you're going to have to take care of the kids for three or four yeah. hours. Uncle I mean, CC is going to get a little, <laughs> little slice of what, you know, parenting's like. I've already got a little slice because they'll, they'll keep you going. They are, they just mm. never stop, especially like around that three-year-old range, you know, they yeah. just, they're in that mindset where they just won't stop. 
No, and you got to keep chasing them all over the place. The one year old yeah. you're gonna have to hold in your hands. The other yeah. one you have to chase all it's over so the place. It's so funny because you know when they're little and you're like, oh, I can't wait for them to walk, and then they start walking, you're like, why was I hoping for that? <laughs> yeah. What was I thinking? It's it's chaos, <laughs> absolute <laughs> chaos, absolutely. Uh, but this is exciting. So Disney on Ice, it's yeah. coming what September, right? So it's going to be, and here's the dates and times. So Friday, September eighth at seven p.m. Saturday, September 9th at eleven a.m. Saturday, September 9th at three p.m. September 9th at 7 p.m. Sunday, September 10th at 1 p.m. So there's going to be five different shows. Okay, very good. Yeah, so, you know, and uh, so FNM Bank Arena will welcome its first show. Uh, then tickets are going to go on sale next week. All right, get your tickets for Disney on Ice the very first. We knew it was coming. Yep. I thought it would be announced a little bit sooner, but we're finally having shows. Yep. Starting to come to the FM Bank Arena. It's what we've been waiting for. And here's a quote directly from uh, Disney. Join Mickey and Minnie as they step inside the story of Encanto with Mirabel and her family. Sail away with Mon- Mo- Someone Moana and Maui. You've definitely, not, you've definitely not watched a lot of Disney shows, I, I have, have you? not lately. I like the, I've watched the old shows. Yeah, pass it to How the about mom. You? See that? I'm pass sorry, everybody. I butchered that, didn't yeah. I? You sure did. Let's say join Mickey and Minnie. Yeah. All right. Encanto, mm-hmm. Maribel, and Moana and yep. Ma- Maui, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And Elsa. Yeah. We don't talk about Bruno. Ariel no, no, and no, Belle, no. Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody and anybody. Yeah. All, yeah. The, all the Disney princess Listen, stuff. It don't matter what's going on. It's be Disney princesses on ice skates. The kids are going to absolutely love it. I mean, even if my niece and nephew don't go, I'll probably go myself. That might be a little weird. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I bet you we can find a small child for you to take. That's even that, that, I was going to say, that'd be even stranger. I, I don't think... Stranger danger, maybe. Right. <laughs> like, oh, stranger danger, Christian Brown over there. Hey, Christian, it's worth going to see. I've been mm-hmm. several times. A lot of fun. The, mm-hmm. kids will, they, the kids will absolutely love it. And the nice thing is, you don't have to drive to Nashville. Yeah. Because and up until got, now, you have to do that. And buy Disney toys ahead of time, because they'll charge you triple inside there. I mm-hmm. can't even imagine. Yep. <laughs> Buy that Bruno action figure and have it your purse ready to go. <laughs> right. So, you know, that's coming up, right? You know, mm-hmm. only yeah. a couple months away yeah. now, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, coming up, just as a reminder to the public, FNM Bank Arena and Fort I Center will be hosting a grand opening celebration on Saturday, July 15th. Uh, the celebration will include a complete tour of the facility, plus fun and game for the kids. Uh, this, the event starts with a ribbon cutting on 2nd College Street Plaza at 11 a.m., and the events run through 3 p.m., so is it free? be there. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. This is where your tax yep. dollars get coming in, exactly. folks. <laughs> you got to get a chance free to event. this free event at the FNM Bank Arena. It is cool. I got a chance to see it when they did the announcement that Corey Gibson was the new head coach yeah. at Austin P. They had it at the FNM Bank Arena. It was so neat to see it. First of all, there was only like a couple hundred people in there, yeah. and the lights were off in most places, but it is really, it's neat. It's, it's neat. nice. Very cool. Well, the ice center's already open. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I've not been able to get down there either. I haven't been in there yet, but it's open. Ryan, have ice skate. I have not a chance to ice skate yet. I got to go find my, my figure skates. I won't be ice skating, but... You can watch, you know, yeah. take the kids down You can down watch there. everybody else fall. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's the, the new fun thing to do in Clarksville. Watch people fall. The and just laugh center. at them right. as they... Right. At my age, I'm protecting my bones. That's, right. <laughs> That's amazing. It's all fun and games so you break a bone, Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all fun and games. True. Uh, the last... 
item that we have, a rare blue crawfish spotted by family that was tubing on Clarksville Blue Way. And just so you guys know, there's a picture of it. Yeah, it is that. that not the yeah. cutest thing you've ever seen? How, listen, do we know what kind of crawfish? So, like, how do we know? It's is there rare? a technical name? Now, I don't think. Did you Google that, Christian? Is it just rare because they'd never seen a blue one? Not had so. All it says in the article, so I did not write this, everybody knows. Uh, the species is extremely rare, uh, according to the National... Uh, read that, Katie, real quick. Well, is this one going to die now that someone touched it? Yeah. Uh, the the, the these species is extremely rare, according to the National... I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Audubon Ob, Ob, Society? Audubon? And the chances of seeing one are about one in ten thousand. So it's extremely it is extremely rare. Yeah. We didn't know how to say the National Abanon Society, so Abanon. we apologize to them. Yeah. Odd Banon. Here, let's see if you can pronounce it. Hang on. <laughs> it is the Just National... so you know, I did not go to Montgomery County. Oh, it's Audubon. It's the Audubon Society. Audubon. Yeah, it's the Audubon Society. Oh, okay. Yeah. Audubon. Okay. Makes, oh, sense. All right. Makes sense. Yeah, it's the Audubon people. Yeah. But no matter what, it is extremely rare. We yeah. don't have the exact name of the species, but you know, how imagine just going down the uh, the stream yeah. and That's seeing cool. this blue little creature. And you know, the thing about it is like the family released it back into the river, yeah, knowing its best is to keep it in its natural environment, right? So that that's a great story, right there. And it's just cool because like when we were received that news tip, everybody just went wild, like that looks crazy. It's just fun, yeah, it's just something fun to talk yeah. about. And by the way, kudos to whoever saw this, exactly. How in the heck? In the muddy old river, <laughs> were we able to see a blue crawfish? That's got to be one of those people. We all have that friend that can see everything when you're driving with them. They're pointing out yep. turkeys on the side of the road. And you're like, what are you talking about? Because I'm focused on the road. Right. I'd be focused on the river. Kudos for seeing that exactly. blue crawfish. Yeah. It was pretty darn cool. I agree. Not something you see every day. Not at all. Good yeah. week, Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty busy, too. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. You know, same for... I'm sure next week will be the same way. Crazy, busy, and we'll have those stories for you each and every week on Your Week, Your News, a Clarksville Now original podcast.